You are listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by ATBSports.net. Hello there. Welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I am Beard Brother AJ. Yes, sir. That is us, and we are here with another show to rock your fucking ears. And uh, I don't know where that came from. Oh, I mean, we're gonna. <laughs> say your ear holes are in for a treat. Pleasure. We found their ear hole G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird way to start the show. <laughs> but uh, we got just a, a typical show coming in for you. Uh, we have our news, injuries, and play of the week. Our cream of the crop. And flippity flops. Primetime pie results and predictions for week 16. It's already fucking week 16, dude. It's the end of the season. Gross. It's happening. I, I, I hate it. We're going to hide in our little cubby holes and talk about... <laughs> uh, come off season, we'll probably do a lot of talking about movies and video games and other stuff. We'll see what happens. Other mediums and, you know, still pepper in our, our normal fantasy football talk. But uh, our starts of the week comes right after our primetime pie results and predictions. And then follow it up with our CWFL updates. Dylan said. <laughs> much like Drew Brees, I broke a record. <laughs> yeah, he did. Very much so. By a percentage point. <laughs> but, yeah, but not even a full point. I yeah, think. exactly. <laughs> so we'll jump right in to our news, injuries, and play of the week. This is actually going to be pretty short because there wasn't a whole, there was more, almost as much news this week as there was injuries. Yes, they. Talk about the first one. Hashtag not surprised. Yeah, and it was for uh, PEDs this time. Josh Gordon is suspended yet again, and it sucks just because he's mentally he's not in the right place to be a football player, and I don't know why he's still... Even when he ended up on the Patriots, he didn't need to be on a football team. No. And that's why I was still surprised that the Seahawks nabbed him, and, I mean, he made a great play this last weekend with an over-the-shoulder uh, like tip catch to himself, and it was great, and he dove out for it, and he looked amazing, and... Probably had a lot to do with what was in his system, <laughs> right? <laughs> so he's I done for the foreseeable future. I don't see him coming back either. Yeah, dynasty leagues. It's if there's somebody worthwhile. I know dynasty leagues are deep, 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 and it's it might be worth a drop and add somebody else at this point. I say I don't. He's not gonna. I don't even think he'll play football again. Honestly. I would rather stash Antonio Brown right now. I think Josh you Gordon. are, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> In an eight-man league, I'm stashing him. Yeah. So, but I, I see. I think if he comes back to football, it'll be in Canada. If yeah, if weed's legal in Canada, isn't it? Probably Canada's yeah. a fantastic place from what I hear. <laughs> How are you now? But uh, yeah, I I just don't see a future with him in it. A football no. future with no. him in it. God no. And it, it sucks because he had all the potential in the world. You saw that with the Browns. I mean, you saw it for a little bit even with the Patriots and even the Seahawks, and it's just that nothing. So we'll move right on. Speaking of the Browns, it seems like it's going to be hard for Freddie Kitchens to lose his job at this point, which is surprising. <laughs> it's it's really kind of like bittersweet. It's like, yeah, you know, they're getting consistency with the coach, but I wish it was consistency with somebody else. We need somebody that really like you know, drop kick a player if he's being bad. Yeah, the uh, across the campus podcast co-host AJ, the other AJ, not the real AJ. Yeah, he, uh, we'll get to him later. Yeah, we but will. <laughs> <laughs> but he tweeted out something about uh, 
what was it? These play calls are bad, Freddy, or something like that. And then I, I, sw- I sw- swapped it and said, Freddy Kitchens is bad at play calling. There, I fixed <laughs> it for you. <laughs> You're not wrong. It, there was, a, there was a, a video clip of him on the sideline. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no, dude. I did not see that. <laughs> Are you or fucking? Some, how are you a fucking head coach? And you go, nah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, something sports of, are hard. Something of that ilk. I don't know if that was verbatim, but it, you kind of had to read Either lips a little way, bit. But yeah, I, I was, I really hope. Like, what was he? The offensive coordinator? Or he was the interim offensive coordinator. He was the running backs coach before. Okay, cool. Good old Hugh Jackson got fired. Yeah. Hugh Jackson got fired. Uh, Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, that piece of shit who was a part of Bounty Gate yes. way back when with the Saints. I, was I think not- he's the Jets' defensive coordinator now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And he, so he was the head coach and still calling defensive plays. Greg Williams was, and then Freddie Kitchens got moved up from running back coach. I believe Todd Haley was the offensive coordinator last year. Once he got fired, along with Hugh Jackson. Freddie Kitchen slid into that spot. Yeah. And I think Baker I would, liked him so much, I think he lobbied for him a little bit. Uh, that's what I heard. I would, I like, we were talking about the rumors and everything, like Mike McCarthy potentially. It was, oh, it was Scott, by the way, who told me that. I remembered after the show. Oh, yeah. Me and Scott were talking about it the one day after work. But. Ye old boss. <laughs> he kind of looks like Freddie Kitchens a little. A little bit. <laughs> uh, it was, I was really hoping for Mike McCarthy. I would have liked to have seen him slide into that role. I think he'd have been a great coach for the team. Mm-hmm. I and I, I agree with that. I I thought that's where they were going this last off season, honestly. And Mike McCarthy wanted to take a year off and maybe clear his head a little bit, get some time away from football, spend some time with not? his family. Why not? I don't blame him. Yeah, maybe he just didn't like the uh, the openings. Uh, that's a, a realistic thing. Maybe he wanted to wait a year to see if there was a better opportunity. So, uh, and that'll kind of slide us in. Apparently, Jarvis Landry was caught yelling at the Cardinal sideline, "Come get me." So apparently Jarvis is not the only wide receiver not happy in Cleveland. <laughs> this is all speculation. But too. say it, it could also if he made a big. Was it after a big play? I don't remember. I mean, because he could have been just talking shit. He could have, and that's why I I saw the article and I just wanted to. I know it's just kind of a headline grabber, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit. I didn't even see it. I was on Twitter quite a bit after work today, and a little bit yesterday. I didn't see anything on that, but it's. It's a bad situation. They're sitting at what six and eight now. Yes, and losing to a three nine and one Cardinals team, who's now four nine and one. Yes, and uh, Kyler Murray greater than sign Baker Mayfield. Kinda. <laughs> and I saw something uh, Chandler had tweeted out uh, one of our from our sister podcast, the Across the Board podcast. He is the founder of ATB Sports. He was tweeting about you can't blame this on Baker. He didn't look good though. I it he looked no, really bad. No, he didn't bad. look that great. He looked awful. <sighs> he had a he had an end zone interception right to Patrick Peterson, and it just he doesn't look the same as he did last year. He doesn't. And this is from one Browns fan and a Cowboys fan. This is me. I have zero reasons to hate on the Browns, being they're a local team and they're they're bad. So why would I ever need to right. hate on a, a bad team? But say trust us, our our fans do that enough for you. <laughs> yeah. But it's. It's it's a scary situation to see this the sophomore slide he's taken it, after that really good rookie year he had. He did throw a lot of interceptions, but that's and he still made is, a lot like, more plays last year. I looked this up earlier because I was very curious because I think there's potential that I don't see us beating. I I think we we'll, we will finish seven and nine. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. There's no way we're beating Baltimore. We did it once, not, not and, again. Yeah, and I think, I, it's think be hard. I think it was a day Jesus was like, "Hey, man, y'all need this one." They really have their shit together now. <laughs> yeah. So I looked it up. So if the Browns do finish seven and nine, I think a seven win season. It'll be the second time we've had more than five wins. Well, it's, keep, it's, in, keep in mind they finished seven, eight, and one last year. Yeah, it'll be the second or third time in the last ten years that we finished with more than five wins. Yikes! Yeah, so yeah, they're not doing great at seven and nine, but dude, just everybody, just shut the fuck up. We're winning games here and there. Let them, let them. They it's gotta work the kinks out. Yeah, it's. And All I the think, talent is there. They just need a good, proper head coach and, and coordination to really push them in that right direction. And this is the one thing I will agree with Chandler on. Is I don't know where the fuck all that Super Bowl hype came from. I don't. With Odell? A, 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 yeah, I know. But it, yeah, I know. When has a wide receiver ever pushed a team over into a Super Bowl contender? Spoiler alert, they haven't. Exactly. <laughs> I Even when Randy Moss got added to the Patriots, they were already a Super Bowl contending yeah. team. It just doesn't make sense. It, wide receivers, and I hate to quote Colin Cowherd, they are not the cake. Wide receivers are the icing. They're a nice piece, but they're I don't look at the last several teams that have won Super Bowls. The Patriots, their best wide receivers, Julian Edelman. Look at the Eagles the year before that. It was fucking Alshon Jeffrey, who's he's a good player, but he's hyper injury prone. Yeah, and time. and he's intermittent. He's he's good for good to great for spurts. And then he's awful and disappears. Mm-hmm. So it, that just off the top of my head, those are the last two Super Bowl winning teams. I mean, the Falcons, what several years ago made it and they had Julio Jones and he keeps his mouth shut and his head down. and has been in a phenomenal wide receiver. With, You'd never really hear anything out of Julio without asking for more, maybe other than an extension, which gets kept in house and doesn't get talked about on radio shows and stuff like that. So I, that's just proving my point. That yeah. Wide receivers aren't the end-all, be-all for Super Bowl contention. So moving on, we do have a couple injuries. There wasn't a whole lot. Uh, quick shout-out to J.D. McKissick, who's injured. Woo. I don't, nobody's playing him. Who? Yeah, exactly. Smooches. J.D. McKissick. <laughs> Did you call him Smooches, or is that something you picked up somewhere? Yes, yeah, so the ballers call him Smooches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chris Godwin was carted off the field with a hamstring injury. I don't see – I see them same as Mike Evans from a week ago. I see them shutting him down for the rest of the season. There's no need. Yeah. I, I believe they are firmly out of playoff contention. I'm fairly certain. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are. They're yeah. 100% out. So that brings up the guy that you picked up in our league that, mm-hmm. and didn't start this week, which I wouldn't have started him either. Brashard – Perryman? Yeah, Perryman. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, no E, it's just Perryman. Yeah. What'd I say? Perryman. Eh. <laughs> Perryman. <laughs> Periwinkle. But yeah, Brashard Perryman is is worth a solid start. Uh they have a pretty good matchup against Houston on Saturday. It's the first game. I don't know if you saw that. There's three a triple header on Saturday. Yep. There's no Thursday game this week. Uh opens with Bucks Texans. Uh Texans at Bucks, I should say. I forget the middle game. Oh, it was Patriots Bills. And then the Saturday night game, which is in our predictions, Rams at Niners. So pretty, pretty fun time. If anybody's, if you got Saturday off, that's a 
full slate of fun games to watch. Even the Texans and Bucks, I know the Bucks are out of it, but they still have a really fun offense to watch. Yeah, definitely. It's going to suck without those two wide receivers there. But well, say over under on four turnovers by Jameis Winston. I'd I'd take the under on that one, honestly. I'd say I'd take the under probably be a three. Yeah. I well, if you put it at three and a half, I think <laughs> that would be a more apt over under for him. <laughs> but I I know they have a lot of missing pieces, but I think they'll they'll figure it out a little bit. I think OJ Howard and Cameron Brait will get involved a lot more, and I do think Brashard Perriman's a solid start this week against that semi-squishy Texans D. And then the big one, the big, 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 big one, especially for championship week, Delvin Cook re-injured the same shoulder. So it's it's looking rough. I know Alexander Madison didn't play. They had a third-string running back. Who got two touchdowns, I think? Yeah, he got two touchdowns, and he also has dreads. (laughs) I I think there's a, a... I forget his first name. I know his last name is Boone. Is there's there's something Alex Boone. I think in the NFL. I think dreads have magical powers. Oh, it's Mike Boone. Yeah, Mike Boone is the guy to snag. If you have fab money, if you have waiver priority, whether you're in the championship or not, if you're trying to not win the fucking la- or lose the last place game and finish last place in your league, grab Mike Boone because even worth if it. if Delvin Cook, it's it's worth a shot. Honestly, yeah. If if he's out, you have a f- probably top twenty running back at least. Yeah. So, but but to my point, dreadlocks. Do they have superpowers? <laughs> I mean, did you see what Chase Hopkins y- and Fuller? Did you see what uh, Chase Young did? Yeah. That was the first time a defensive player's been on the on the ballot for Heisman Trophy winner in a long time since Manti, I think. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Fucking Manti Teo and his imaginative girlfriend. No, he's got a real one now. Oh, an imaginary, not imaginative. Yeah, she's not yeah. imaginary anymore. <laughs> and he plays for the Saints, I found out. I think still. I heard his name mentioned. Like oh, he yeah. got us. He was in the game No, he's today. still in the league. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first I heard his name in, well, since Catfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys uh, want to check out Mike Boone, I'd snag him. He'd be my top waiver priority. Um and I think that's all we have really for... Oh, no, no, no. We didn't... We skipped right over our play of the week. We're not going for for wow factor this week. We're going for, for pure substance. Drew Brees broke the all-time passing touchdown record. And it was a just a simple play-action fake five-yard touchdown oh, pass, that, pass that, uh, to Josh defensive Hill. Defensive back bit so hard on Oh, yeah, you saw him turn around. Yeah, he's like, like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, he had an oh, shit moment <laughs> where he was like, oh, God, and then ran back. Yep. And Josh Hill just wide open in the end zone. So congrats to Drew Brees. He's one of the best to ever do it, man. And honestly, he's the kind of athletes that people love. He got all sorts of Twitter mentions because he's one of the greatest dudes. He's a Walter Payton man of the year. Yeah. And does so much work for new Orleans and charity work and all that stuff. And he's a fucking phenomenal guy. So good for him. I'm glad he, I'm sure Payton's even thrilled that drew passed him. Yeah. Say so so. not, not to mention just that record. He also broke the single game. Yeah. Philip rivers, records. the guy who replaced him in, in, in Los San Diego. An- well, what was San Diego now? Yeah. Los Angeles. I know what you meant. Cause when drew Brees played for them, they were the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he broke Philip rivers record with what he had like a 98 point something was, percentage. Mm-hmm. Tonight, twenty. He finished twenty nine to thirty. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna do the math. They quick, they quick even maths. said it. Yeah, quick maths. Oops. Sorry, I'm taking a drink and AJ's typing stuff up. 
It was 96.7%. Oh, 967 So, yeah. <laughs> Regardless. Disgusting. Yeah. So, congrats to Drew Brees. Uh, our honorable mention was timeless Jason Witten with a one-handed touchdown snap. <laughs> it was oh, it was so good, dude. Just give me it, that. It was fluid. That, yeah. From a uh, hyper unathletic guy. <laughs> just a giant tight end. Mm-hmm. Just kind of reached up and said, I want this ball. 37? And he's, they mentioned it, he's one touchdown away from tying Dez for the all-time Cowboys record. And I hope and I pray that he gets it, because I fucking love Jason Wynn. He's been my favorite Cowboy for the longest time. So, good for him. Honorable mention goes out to old man Witten. And we will slide right down to our cream of the crop. And flippity flaps. Dude, I had it up too, and I, I keep hitting buttons. I've gotten really, phone. really fast at pulling this up. But even then, it's all dependent on how fast Sleeper's willing to go for me. All right, I got him up. Okay. QB1. Big fucking surprise. Not shocked. The truth. Lamar Jackson. Action Action Jackson, (laughs) a.k.a. Smash Jackson. Trust. (laughs) But for real, though, if... If anybody has seen the pictures, there's been more than enough to fly around the internet. If you were ever wondering what friendship looks like, look at the way Mark Ingram looks at Lamar Two Jackson. Two former Heisman winners. Yeah. Just the way he looks up. That's the kind of friend you need. Look mm-hmm. up those pictures. Find you a Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram fucking loves that dude. <laughs> dude, he's the best hype man in the yeah. world for him. And it's, it's great to see, but I, Lamar Jackson's a fucking beast, dude. And he's he's doing what he's done all season. And it's it's no big surprise, honestly. So we will move on to number two. I didn't realize he threw five touchdowns. Just want to throw out that real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, again, that's his third time this year. Yeah. Three times this year he's thrown for five touchdowns. That's fucking insane. But Ooh. Jameis Winston, he 400. Also, uh, I don't mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson also broke a record this week. Oh, yeah, he broke Mike Vick's record for yes. all-time rushing yards. Good for you. I'm happy he took it away from him because I'm personally not a big Mike Vick fan. I don't want to get into the no, I'm, specifics I'm right of it you. just because it's it, it's two different sides. I do believe in rehabilitation, and he's doing what he can to rehabilitate, rehabilitate his image. Agreed. So we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Jameis Winston finished at number two. I think this man can help win a lot of fantasy championships this year. He uh, He's off to a good start, 33.7 points on mine. I'm sure yours says something different. I'm I'm usually only like half a point yeah. off. Uh, 458 yards passing, four or yeah, four passing touchdowns through all over that Detroit Lions D. Threw three touchdowns to Brashard Perriman, and uh, one to Scotty Miller, I believe his name is. So he looked great. Drew Brees coming in at number three, 307 yards, four passing touchdowns, broke the record. Being Drew, mm-hmm. he's a, he's ahead on Peyton now by two. What so. is it? Blue cheese Drew Brees yeah. as, as you tree, dubbed him last week. Blue trees. Blue cheese Drew Brees <laughs> back at it again, boys. It's New Orleans deliverance. I gotcha. Yeah. Down south. I was picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> uh, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> Salvaged his day because he had a rough-ass first half. Like, like I mentioned, because I, as some of you may know, I drive a tow truck for a living. I took a call from here going up to Westland, Michigan, which is an hour away. Which, at AAA, you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so, when not, I... Not, not saying it's your fault. You were, no. You were given the green light. I'm yeah, because I, I bugged the shit out of Scott. We, but, so, 
I leave for this call. As soon as I, I check the scores before I go in route or go under tow, Ryan Tannehill has four points. Mm-hmm. I check it after I get done with this call up in in Michigan, and magically Ryan Tannehill's at twenty. Yeah, he had points. a rushing touchdown on a bootleg on fourth and one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell, yeah, I mean, it's it he helped. was he was also my start of the week. Yeah, which I I. He would have been my start of the week, but I wasn't trying to give him that good juju. <laughs> I was. Ju- juju? Or is it jube jube? It's juju. <laughs> like I know it's not that. I don't know. I was trying to make a Star Wars reference and it went, like, way too far. Jube jube. Yub yub. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> uh, number five. Stay on target. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, 340 yards passing. And kind of fucked me a little at the end because he threw a pick. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, and it really sucked. In the end zone. <laughs> or what would have been a touchdown. He threw it. At, the guy ended up at the one-yard line. But still Patrick Mahomes. Still looks great. I know a lot of people were questioning him because they were coming in and it was a super snowy game. And I love snowy games for passing attacks as long as they have the weapons, which they do. They're hyper-athletic, way more so than anybody on Denver's defense. Oh, yeah. And... As long as there's not wind, and there it was like dead snow, it was just kind of just kind of falling. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was at an angle. There was wind, but if typically if it's below like ten to twelve miles per hour, if it's below that, it's fine. And it's when it starts picking up is when it becomes worrisome for passing attacks. And it wasn't. It was just a steady snowfall, and he st- he still showed out. I think it was the fact that they all had a snowball fight that really helped them. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it was uh, Demarcus Robinson that they yes, showed. And- Patrick was running around as an airplane in the snow. Yeah. It, was, it was adorable. <laughs> they were doing snow angels after plays <laughs> and stuff. But uh, moving on from Pat, we've got Ryan Fitzpatrick showing some of that Fitz magic again. Devontae Parker played. Yeah, but say it helped that Parker's And back. that was huge. And I don't know if you saw the fucking dime he threw to him. Nope. Oh, my God. I, you'll have to look it up after this. Gonna think I was at right, work. Just right late, down the so. seam, like perfectly in stride, right over a safety's head, and it was fucking gorgeous. <laughs> But Ryan Fitzpatrick came out as uh, QB6 this week. And it's it's weird because we're under the 20-point mark already and we're uh, yeah. uh, we're still in the top It's a weird week for quarterbacks. Russell Wilson came in at number seven. I, I'm i not big on him for the last stretch of games, man. Me neither. So I, maybe look for a pivot. If Jameis Winston is somehow still available, right. I'd, I'd go that route. Or if at this point somebody still hasn't picked up Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, exactly. Or Fitzpatrick, yeah, because Fitzpatrick has an amazing Week 16 matchup. We will talk about that in a later segment. <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan still looks like a, one of the better starting quarterbacks in the league. I want to see because he was injured for a little bit. He's QB 12. He's still a QB 1. <laughs> Who are you looking at? Matt Ryan. Yeah, because he missed a game, and he went out of, of a – or no, he didn't go out of that Rams game. He just sucked ass. <laughs> or no, he did go out in that game, It was, but yeah. it was like after the third quarter. But, yeah, I mean, he's had a rough go these last eh, stretch, like weeks 11, 12, 13, and then kind of brought it back to looking like a QB1 in weeks 14 and 15. Oh, number 10. How about that? I don't know. Do we have the same one? Who's your number 10? Jared Garth. No, we do not. Oh, you're talking about, is it Mitch for you? No. Oh, Dwayne? Yeah. Yeah, he's 13 on mine. No. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, Dwayne Haskins had a good week, Mitch Trubisky. Unfortunately for you, AJ, is still having good weeks. Mitch Trubisky was number 17 for me, and right now 
He's currently number 21. Yeah, he's 21 on mine as well. That's he so needs to stay right yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff had a had a really great garbage time game because <laughs> the Cowboys fucking blew them out of the water. But say, and I'm feeling extra good about Trubisky because he's got Kansas City then Minnesota. Yeah, and Kansas City's D has been pretty good yeah. these last several weeks. So, uh, real quick, I want to talk about that too because I know. It, you're already far ahead, and we'll, we'll talk about it even more in our CWFL updates. But I think Football Karma came in to play because the Browns got shellacked by a 3-9-1 Cardinals team, and the Cowboys blew out the fucking Rams, who looked really good these last couple weeks. Yeah. So I, I think it was just a little bit of Football Karma. Hopefully the Cowboys don't make a run and save Garrett's job. <laughs> If it ended in a Super Bowl, I would accept it. I'm not delusional, though, so yeah, right? I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon with how terrible they've looked the four games before that. So I, I, I think Garrett's safe in losing his job, hopefully. But that'll do it for quarterbacks. We will move on to running backs. And uh, Oh, look, it's all AJ's guys. <laughs> Number one, though, Kenyon fucking Drake, yeah, dude. Yeah, out of nowhere. I, I wouldn't say nowhere. A lot of people were I, pitting I, David Johnson to start that mm-hmm. game. It, to come back, and, but it... it, I wouldn't say it came out of nowhere, but it was... It still was a very it big wasn't surprise. Expected. Yeah. So, 39.6 points, 137 yards rushing, 9 yards receiving, 4 rushing touchdowns. If he's available... Get him. I Yeah, I mean... Go for it, honestly, and I would say. I mean, who do they have coming up? Seattle, whose run D is it's okay. It's not. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not great. Uh, they did just lose Bobby Wagner though, with an ankle injury, so their defense just got a little squishier. And then Rams week seventeen. If you're in a piece of shit league that plays for week seventeen, <laughs> uh, and big fucking surprise number two. My guy, yep. run CMC. Christian McCaffrey doing Christian McCaffrey things. And he will continue to do so until every other team in your fantasy league is dead. <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders had an awesome week. I, I I started him in some leagues, and he didn't disappoint. No, no, he didn't. Because I know Boston Scott was, was the big pickup because he was available. Miles Sanders wouldn't be available in most of those leagues. No. But he came back healthy, and he fucking torched that Redskins. He had a receiving touchdown. It was a really nice one, too, in the back of the end zone. He was on his butt. <laughs> yeah, he like had already fallen for it because he kind of tripped over himself, and Carson Wentz threw it right to him, and he was in the back of the end zone just like kind of on his hip and hey. caught it. Yeah. So, Miles Sanders uh, looks great. He does play the Cowboys, who have been middling against running backs this year. I think they're 15th against running backs, so he's worth a start. Uh, and then, oh, look, another AJ guy, Zeke Elliott. <laughs> he's, he has 117 rushing yards, 43 yards receiving on three receptions, which is what you like to see out of Zeke. Yep. Dig it into the end zone twice, twice in about a minute and a half. No shit. Yeah, of real time. Because they cut away from the game the uh, – Sean Lee picked off Jared Goff, and then Zeke ran another one in. Oh, nice. It might not have been a minute and a half. It might have been about a minute and a half of game time. So, uh, Saquon Barkley, yay, one of my guys. <laughs> 30.3 points, torched that Dolphins D, back to doing Saquon Barkley things. Yeah, say everybody's starting Saquon anyway. Yeah. Uh, Chris Carson, my running back start of the week from last week. So we had two uh, top-end guys. As I, You had the quarterback start of the week. I had the running back start of the week. I don't... Do you remember my quarterback start of the week from last week? Nope. Uh, but, yeah, Chris Carson. I'll, it's in my docket. Let me hold on. Let's see. 
Because my running back start of the week was uh, apparently nowhere to be found because I picked Ronald Jones. Yeah, I told you that was a bad idea. You did, and I didn't listen. Oof, where is he? Oof, where is he? Did I pass him already? I must have. Who was it? Gardner Minshew. Uh, no, he was, like, he was top 12. Was he? Oh, there he is. Yeah, number nine. Woohoo! Yeah. So I still did good there. All right, so back to the running backs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I skipped down a little bit. Nick Chubb, another one of AJ's guys. <laughs> he has 127 yards rushing on 17 carries. Yeah. And uh, he got into the end zone one time. Was slightly involved in the receiving game, which is nice to see. Three, uh, three receptions. Or sorry, the passing game. Uh, three receptions for 21 yards. Oh, look, another oh, look one at, of these. Look at that! <laughs> Would you look at that? Well, we'll talk about it real quick because it's already spoiled that you have a massive fucking lead on me already. <laughs> we'll get to the exact number later. But uh, every one of AJ's offensive players... Everyone except for his defense got into the end zone. And if I would have started Minnesota's defense, every one of my players <laughs> would have gotten, gotten the end, end zone. zone. <laughs> McMurray! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then Tony Pollard, in garbage time, after they took all their players out, busted off a long-ass touchdown run, and Dak was freaking out on the sidelines. Was he really? Yeah. <laughs> Had 131 yards rushing. <laughs> On 12 attempts, he averaged over 10 yards per carry. That's disgusting. Yeah, had a uh, rushing touchdown and did have uh, two catches for 12 yards. Todd Gurley, back to looking like Todd Gurley a little bit more. Uh, He did get a garbage time touchdown and did have a garbage time receiving touchdown. Uh, Joe Mixon, I think he's firmly back in that like low end running back one range because he looked great against the fucking pa- the Patriots. That's what I heard. I heard he I went to, I went to, good runs. I went to say Patriots and Pats at the same time. So it almost came out Patriots. The Patriots. Uh, Adrian Peterson, proving that they are still just gonna pound the fuck out of that ball. Yep. With Darius Geis out, so and then Mike Boone, just outside of the running back one range, finished as the top running back two. So that's why I said, put your fab down, go grab him. Slide on to wide receivers. Hey, look at that. Look at that. Another AJ guy. <laughs> he uh, he wasn't doing much in the beginning of this game. No, because I was a little nervous because I know Julio had a probable tag on him. I th- think it was his foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always coming in with a designation. <laughs> yeah, for his foot. Well, no, he's like... No, I know. His career, it's his thing. He has an injury designation <laughs> so and plays I, and does amazing. I was sitting there thinking like, dude, I need him to do something. Just give me... At least get me 10 points. And then he's like, okay, man, I got you. Here's 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, and had one reviewed at the end of the game. And what turns out it was a touchdown that won them the game. So, <laughs> got tackled at the one. It and, was like, like, he just squeaked yep. in mm-hmm. on it. Uh, number two, one of my guys on my bench, Brashard Perriman. We talked about him a little bit ago. I, I, My team's so stacked, I can't find a spot to put guys like this. And it sucks. Because I... The only other person that I could have put him in over was like Amari Cooper or Cooper Cup. So yeah, and the way it, those two have been playing, you're not going to start a guy that's coming in like that. Oh look, another one of my guys, Michael Thomas, number three. He is a fantasy football god. Uh, outside of Christian McCaffrey, I'd say Michael Thomas is the fantasy MVP this year, well, just for his consistency. Oh yeah, he's been because he hyper consistent. He went twelve for twelve for one twenty eight. Both him and. Uh, CMC have one stinker this year, and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, Jamison Crowder, he uh, came in with that clam chowder. He six, fucking went off. Yeah, six, six receptions for 90 yards and two touchdowns. He 
I mean, it was mostly garbage time stuff because <laughs> the Ravens just boat raced the shit out of yeah, the Jets on Thursday night. Uh, another one of your guys, Anthony Miller, nine receptions for 118 yards, PPR machine. I just picked him up with in in last week's uh, when I was up against Waver Chad Wires, in yeah. the first in the first playoff games. Tyler Lockett bouncing back. He's a big one. I think he's gonna. If you have your finals of your championship well, next especially week, especially now that Gordon's gone. Yes, Gordon is gone. So uh, let me see. I don't remember. Do the Seahawks play the Niners? Oh no, they play the Cardinals next week. So start them. Juicy as fuck. You bleeding? Yeah, I what? accidentally itched over a scab. Uh yeah. <laughs> that's that's great audio. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't mention it. <laughs> it's hard not to. I know. Uh, AJ Brown, I believe he was my start of the week. Was he yours? Yes, indeed he was. Jarvis Landry was mine. Which I don't know. Did Jarvis have a good game? <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. Because I'm still scrolling. Do 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 do. Still scrolling. Yeah, he's gonna be in the. He's gonna be in the flippity flops. He was. Yes, he he will be in the flippity flops. What did he's you finish with? Five point six. <laughs> he was in the fifties. Yeah, the one week OBJ decides to have a fantasy-relevant week. Yeah. Uh, Scary Terry in at number eight. Uh, especially, I want to talk about A.J. Brown real quick. If you have him in Dynasty, congrats to you because he looks amazing. Uh, Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, he uh, came in with five receptions for 130 yards, had a 75-yard touchdown catch. That was an, also an honorable mention for play of the week. He uh, connected with his with his old college buddy. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, so five receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. I love his matchup next week, too. Uh, Tyreek Hill, number nine. Still looking like fucking Tyreek. Tyree looking like the cheetah. <laughs> uh, Devontae Adams, number 10. This is what you expect from him. Seven receptions for 103 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Parker. We're not still surprised. Still being Devontae Parker. Yeah, we're not surprised by this. He's been this hyper point. consistent this mm-hmm. year. Four receptions for 72 yards and two touchdowns. Caught both of the touchdowns from Fitzmagic. Like we said, if Parker was going to play, Fitz, Fitzmagic was, was, should be in your lineup if you have him. And then Chris Conley, I do want to talk about a little bit. I like him a good amount with uh, DJ Shark still, I believe, injured. And yeah, uh, they, D- have, they have Atlanta next week, so. DJ Scooter, you if mean? You, yeah, if you're in a deep league and he's out there. Grab him. Uh, he might be worth a flex play. And that'll wrap up our wide receiver. Cream of the crop. Move on to our tight ends. Fuck all tight ends. Tight ends are the devil. <laughs> we are going to vote to remove <laughs> them from our league. No, we won't. I know. Uh, number one, the these top three, and this is what pisses me off more than anything, number three is Tyler Higby. I put in a claim for him, and I had no fab dollars left. And Melissa, who's not in the championship, got him. Yeah, no, he was yours. No, he wasn't. Oh, was he mine? No. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't write yours down. He might have been yours. Oh no, he was. I think he was. Or was it wasn't Doyle? Hold on. Now you gotta make me look. Let's say I don't write yours down. Oh no, it was Ian Thomas. <laughs> Yuck! I was trying to will him to get me some points, but yeah, the first two, Kittle and Kelsey. Shocker. The, the K's, the K brothers. That's not a racist thing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they they both looked like men amongst boys at their positions, dude. It's insane. George Kittle, 13 receptions for 134 yards on 17 fucking targets. Uh, 11 receptions. Yeah, 11 receptions for Kelsey, 142 yards on 13 targets. These guys will help win you championships. 
Tyler Higby, 12 receptions on 111 yards on 14 targets. It, there's not a whole lot you can do when you're just down and they yeah. were just playing catch up the entire way. Darren Waller, another top end guy. Zach Ertz, another top end guy. It's nice to see these top end tight ends minus Higby, you didn't, who kind of came out of nowhere, but yeah, has but been a top tier tight end these last two weeks and it, especially with this week. It's just nice to see the top end guys finally being those top end tight ends that you drafted them for. Yeah, Jonu Smith, uh, five receptions for 60 yards. Did he have – he must have had a rushing touchdown or something because that adds up to 11 points. <laughs> yeah. Hold up. Let me click on him. That makes no sense. Yeah, click on him, and then you if you go to his week and then click on that. Yeah, he had a 57-yard run. <laughs> That's why. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. So it must have been like a tight end. Tight, a end, tight end, end around. Yeah, tight end around. Uh, Mark Andrews, another one of those guys. Ricky Seals-Jones. The I, wrong tight end. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, in FanDuel, I picked Njoku in thinking he's going to come in and have himself a day. Decides to take a nap on the bench. Yeah, Jason Witten still looks great. Dallas Goddard still honestly looks like a viable starting tight end from time to time. Jared Cook's the same way, coming mm-hmm. coming alive for the second half of the season. Yep. And that's about all I'm seeing. So we'll slide on to our tight end flippity flops. Uh how about how about Jack Doyle? 4.1. Yeah. Kyle Rudolph, Noah Fant. Hunter Henry, two point nine. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find my tight end start of the week. He Ian Thomas. <laughs> Austin Hooper. That was it's more like Austin Pooper. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Both <laughs> both of my tight ends that I was going back and forth between starting, Ian Thomas and Jack Doyle, right next to each other. Yep. At, at tight end 33 and tight end 34. 4.3 and 4.1. My tight end start of the week, goose egg, because I took a chance on somebody stupid. <laughs> Who was it? Nick O'Leary from the Jags. <laughs> yeah, I fucking told you, dude. <laughs> I even told you on the show that that was a bad idea. Yeah. And I think my exact words were, screw it, I'm taking a chance. Yeah, we need to be accurate, sir. We need to help these people. All right, slide on to wide receiver flippity flops. Here's, here's one I want to talk about, because it wasn't a flippity flop, but he, he did only score 12.1 points. He had one reception for 51 yards and a touchdown. Name that player. One reception for 51 yards and a touchdown? Mm-hmm. Was it Odell? Nope. He had like eight receptions. What, what team does he play for? The Giants. You need to look up the play, too, because it was hilarious. Was it Slay? No. No, Slay was actually involved Slayton. in that game. Darius Slayton. Yeah. Slay is the <laughs> defensive player for the Lions. Yeah. Cornerback. Who was it? Golden Tate. One reception for 51 yards and a touchdown. Oh, that's right. I have him on my team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I started you him. fucking derp. A little bit of a, a flippity-flop for Stephon Diggs. 12 points. Uh, let's see here. Adam Thielen only got six points. Yeah, it's it's his first game but back. But he's coming back off injury. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I don't. He's not fantasy relevant anymore. Jarvis Landry, seven point three. Kenny Galladay, that's a big one. That's seven point four. That's a big fucking miss because Marvin Jones is gone, and this is what I was worried about. With Marvin Jones gone, he's going to get double covered all day. Yep. And that's they. The Bucks are thirty second. They have the thirty second ranked defense against wide receivers this year, so. 7.4 points really hurt your team. Jarvis Landry talked about that, 7.3. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, his first week back as well, 6.5. Robert Woods, oof, 5.7. Yeah. 
But luckily, see, luckily, Cooper Cup saved it with a garbage time touchdown. But see, in in fairness to Ty, on top of coming back from the injury, New Orleans defense was all over those guys. I want to talk about this real quick because me and Sierra were talking about it. Tyler Boyd uh, was talking about getting shadow covered by Stephon Gilmore, and he's like, "I feel like I won most of those matchups." He had uh, when when covered in man coverage by Stephon Gilmore. Uh, he had three, he ended up with three receptions for twenty six yards. I believe he only had two catches for twenty yards. Stephon Gilmore had two receptions. He had two interceptions for 64 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephon Gilmore had a better receiving day than on Tyler. Defense. Yeah, on defense than Tyler Boyd. <laughs> so I, you play for the Bengals, man. I, I, I appreciate Tyler Boyd. I do, but just, just keep quiet, man. You didn't do shit against Stephon right. Gilmore, who's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. So you're going up against the number one ranked defense. Come on. That's all. That's I'm really, really it. You couldn't put in Alan Lazard against me. No, I. Oh, Julian Edelman and Amari Cooper, both two point nine points. See, I I pick Lazard and, and I wish I didn't. He's just a bench spot right now. Mm-hmm. Michael Gallup one point six. Cole Beasley one point six. This is why I like to go a little deeper on wide receivers because there's so many of them. <laughs> That's all I'm seeing. I didn't see any massive goose eggs from this week. Oh, and that puts me super low on the running backs. Like I said, there's so many more wide receivers. Let's say Philip Lindsay, 3.2. Marlon Mack, 1.9. Yeah, dude, he was getting stuff left and right. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I They were getting boat raced by the Chiefs, so they were throwing a lot to catch up. Yeah. I'm not extremely concerned about Philip Lindsay. It's just, it was a rough game. Uh, Tevin Coleman, he's, he's a cut candidate at this point. LaShawn McCoy. Eh. 1.6. Yeah, I know, but I But still... you think in in a game like that where they're up ahead and they're going to run more. Yeah, especially with more. that's like his forte. I think he's twice in his career, uh, once with the Eagles against the Lions and then once with the Bills against somebody else. Had these like amazing snow games. So um uh, Jamal Williams, I I liked him as a flex. Melvin fucking Gordon, dude. Just play just fucking start Austin Eckler. Let Melvin Gordon stay healthy for his free agent run. Just play yep. Austin Eckler, man. <laughs> so mad about that. Yeah, Ronald Jones, 5.9. David, Peyton, Peyton Barber didn't really steal anything from him because he finished with six. Yeah, say David <laughs> Montgomery, 5.9. I'm so fucking done with his shit. Uh, Devin Singletary, 6.9. Uh, Delvin Cook does get a pass because he did he get hurt. hurt. Derek Henry, coming off of an injury, was kind of almost a game-time decision. He came in with a designation, did end up getting bumped up to probable. But uh, finished with 86 yards rushing. He just didn't, couldn't find his way into the end zone, which sucks because if he could have taken that one touchdown away from Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Deion Lewis, the other running back who caught a touchdown from Ryan Tannehill. Uh, let's see here. Lev Bell, 10.8. You're not really expecting a whole lot from him anymore. Uh, Raheem Mostert, 9.9. Austin Eckler, 12.1. We're kind of getting up into yeah serviceable range. So Let's say I've already moved over to the quarterbacks. Let's see who took a fat shit on the field. Jacoby Brissett, 7.3. About to say, two, Phil- of, two of my quarterbacks, back-to-back, one I started. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 9.7. Phillip Rivers, 8.3. Yeah, Kirk Cousins and Phillip Rivers were both hot trash. Taysom Hill with another receiving touchdown today. Yep. <laughs> I think this is his fifth one. Um... You won't be able to see it because it's going to show quarterback passing and 
rushing stats. Well, I had to stupid. I had to dig deep in the internet to find his receiving stats. <laughs> I looked it up. He had four going into this game and caught his fifth today. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Jimmy G. You would think Jimmy G would have had a good game up against that awful Atlanta's Falcons defense, defense has been playing pretty good. It's been hit or miss. Yeah, it's been hit or miss. But I'd say the, all those guys were under 15 points. Yeah. A little bit of disappointment from Dak, but they just got up so big so fast. They were running the ball. They pulled them in the third quarter. Like, Dude, this one blows my mind. RG3, 0. 0.6 points. <laughs> Holy crap. What a stinker. Right? <laughs> All right, so we're going to trash the rest of this segment. (laughs) (laughs) There's really nothing else. That was pretty much it. Light that dumpster on fire and then move on to the next one. (laughs) We've got our primetime pie results and predictions. I beat AJ again. Yeah. I'm up by three against you, sir. Yeah. We're going through the playoffs, so you have time to catch up. We're going all the way through? Yeah, yeah, we'll go. Thank goodness. We need content, sir. (laughs) (laughs) We need things to talk about. We'll we'll transition more to talking about regular football and then maybe future fantasy analysis and try to have a little insight on where players could go, dream scenarios, stuff like that. But we have three games. I thought about just doing the three Saturday games. I thought that would be fun. But that's, that's what I thought you did at first. No, no. I, I went with the Saturday night game, the Sunday night game, and then the Monday night game. We have duh. I had last week's up still. <laughs> I almost <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, Rams at 49ers. 49ers are favored by six and a half points. Somebody just knock on my door? No, that was me rubbing my Oh, I was like, dude, who's, who's coming to my house at quarter after midnight? <laughs> um, Rams and 49ers. Yep. You're picking two You're picking two of these first because I picked two first last week. Okay. The Rams just played Dallas, right? Yes. And got okay. obliterated. 49ers just lost on the last second. All three of their all three of their losses this year have come on what was effectively the last play of the game. That's insane. Mm-hmm. There was one second left after that Julio touchdown, or two. I think it was two. <laughs> I'm going to take the Niners in this. Hey, me too. Not yeah. just because I'm playing defense. I think they're going to be pissed off after that loss. And if you recall what they did to the Rams earlier this year, I know it's hard to do that twice against a divisional op- opponent. It's hard to do that three times, too. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I I do like the Niners in this game. They're out for blood, and they really need to clinch that that yeah. first round bye. I think they need the win to clinch it. Yeah, they, they, they have to win out. Because they play the Seahawks in Week 17, I believe. Let's see here. So, they're favored by six and a half, so they got at least win by seven points. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it being terribly high scoring. I'll say... Yeah, they play at Seattle Week 17. So... And they've already lost one game to Seattle, so they need to win that game. Yeah, definitely. But we're not talking about that one. No, I know. I'm just giving you no, scenarios. I'm just talking. That way we don't have dead air. Because mm. that sounds really gross. Keep going. <laughs> because you're trying to think of a score, too? No, I... I oh. I'm trying to think of a score, man. Good God, sir. Look, numbers are hard, okay? 28-20. 49ers. 28-20. 
Um, knee win by seven. Actually, I'm going to change it. 27-20. Weird. I like them to get two field goals more than I do all touchdowns. Fair enough. And um, that still barely covers the spread. So I am going to go 31-20. Okay. Chiefs at Bears. Chiefs are favored by four. Bears are favored by four? Chiefs. Oh. I said Chiefs. I Look, I don't listen to you sometimes. <laughs> I know you don't. It's made my life so much better. Um, Chiefs at Bears. I got to take the Chiefs. I don't think... I think with the way that defense has been playing, they're going to shut down Trubisky. And I think four points is easy enough for them to be on the outside. Tyron Matthew on their defense, the Honey Badger, has been playing out of his goddamn mind. (laughs) He is everywhere for them. For the Chiefs? Yeah. I think they were mentioned, like, that they've been, since he's been back, was he the one that came back? Maybe. I don't There was a guy that came back. We're a fantasy football podcaster. We don't follow a whole lot of defensive players. But there was a a guy that came back on the defense, and there was, like, a statistic. Chris Jones. Yeah, where they were actually statistically better with him. Yes, yeah. Chris so, Jones completely changes the dynamic of that yeah. defense. So, with that in mind, I'm and the fact that it's Mitchell Trubisky, despite the fact that he's moved up to 21, we're not going to talk about the, that. The Bears have been playing better. I could honestly see the Chiefs going in into the midway and destroying them. And it's, it's rare for me to predict blowouts, but I feel like I want to do it here for some reason. So I'm going to say... Are you taking the Chiefs as well? Yes, 38... To 14. Chebus. Yeah. It's also a little wishful thinking on my part that Patrick Mahomes has a fucking baller ass day. I say, I'm going to go 28 10. Okay. So that just leaves Packers at the Vikings, and the Vikings are favored four and a half. Mm hmm. Surprising. <laughs> and I'm going to let you choose first. They are at home. I'm taking the Packers in this game. I, I have to. With, with a four-and-a-half-point spread, that's pretty big for team divisional teams that are neck-and-neck neck at this point. I want to say 11-3 and three and 10-4, and four, Yep. which is 11-3 for the Packers, 10-4 and four for the Vikings. This yes. will help decide who wins the NFC North at this point because the other two teams are well out of it. The Bears aren't catching up anytime soon. So I want to say the Bears are 7-7. and or Are they 8-6 and six or 7-7? Seven and seven? I, can, I can look it up. No, they lost to the Packers this week, so they're seven and seven. Yeah. So, I I do like the che- or no, sorry <laughs> the Packers in this game, and I'll say it's uh it's real as Alex has taken it's my thing it's gonna be tight. tight. <sighs> Unlike Alex's butthole. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. But say low scoring. I'll say Packers take it. 24-21. Lower scoring. Okay. Well, the Vikings are favored. And in the interest of me trying to catch up just a little bit before the playoffs to try to make it interesting, I'm going to take the Vikings. Ooh. I think... Trust. <laughs> so, that being said, I need them to win by five or better. I will take it to be 
21. Okay. I like that score. That it's, is my final decision. It's a good score. So we are done with our primetime results and predictions. We will start up our start to the week. I'm not confident in some of these. I like mine a lot, actually. There was just like... So I will begin. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ryan, fine. Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Bengals, who are 23rd against quarterbacks at 21 points per game. Devontae Parker looks healthy. Mike Gusecki still looks like a good red zone option for him. He didn't have a great game, but he still is there. Uh, Patrick Laird looks like a serviceable running back. Their offense has been okay. It's been okay, and it's getting the job done. And Fitzpatrick, like I said, likes to give these wide receivers a chance. Albert Wilson played as well, so he's got he's got weapons there. Yeah, least, so. Him and Parker were both ruled back from concussion protocol. And I'll even say... I'm going to guarantee 20 points from Fitzpatrick. I'm going to guarantee Oof. at least 20 points. So yeah, that's a solid, okay. a solid bold prediction, I think. Yeah. Um, this this is going to come in, up. In standard four-point per touchdown scoring. Okay. Leave it at that. I'm, I'm going to take a shot here with this because I think it's possible with how we did play, and he's going up against the Lions who have been, been hot garbage. Yes. I'm going to take Drew Locke to start I, against. I do like that one. Here's here's the reason why cuz we all know the Lions defense is bad, right? Yes. Their offense has been awful as well. So they're they're three and out. The offense is going to be on the field a lot. Yeah, throwing interceptions. So the Broncos will be out there a lot. So my your running back start of the week ties in with my quarterback start of the week and yes. my running back start of the week ties in with your yes. quarterback start of the week <laughs> because my running back start of the week, we're going to say start of the week some more. <laughs> start <laughs> is, of the week. Yes is Philip Lindsay against the Lions, who are 28th against running backs at 21.5 points per game. Even if he gets half of that and shares the other half with Royce Freeman, that's still 11 points. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, and I went with Patrick Laird for the Dolphins, who are going up against the Bengals, who are 27th, giving up 21 points a game. So we're, like, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wide receiver start of the week, Terry McLaurin against the Giants. They The Giants just can't. They have no defensive backs at all like, no. I think Jabril Peppers has been injured and it doesn't matter because he's he's more of a in the box kind of safety yes and I who the fuck did they Janoris Jenkins he's disappeared yeah. he used to be really good at and one then, point and then DeAndre Baker their rookie cornerback has just been fucking awful proving that he's a rookie I, I think that PFF has him ranked as one of the lowest coverage corners this year and I, I love Terry McLaurin and that connection that he has with Dwayne Haskins and he's proving that he can have a connection with any quarterback he's with because he's that goddamn good. Yeah, he's so, been pretty good all season. Scary Terry, start him up. Here's a, it's a bit of a wild card. Wild card. And I'm a little nervous about it, but he's been pretty consistent this year, and I do like the matchup. I went with Tyler Boyd against Miami. Yeah. They're they're giving up 27 points a game, the 31st against the, the wide receiver. I dig it. That's, that's a total of... Three players that we have in that game now. Yeah. <laughs> so I really, I really like that matchup. It's just because both defenses are so bad. They're just terrible. They're just so bad. So closing it out, I've got OJ Howard against the Texans. Scary, I know, right? Yeah, dude, because he's what goose twice this season. Yeah, and it's he's been the picture of inconsistency. But, <laughs> but hold on. They're down Mike Evans and probably Chris Godwin. So, 
those targets got to go somewhere. Exactly. And where do vacated wide receiver targets usually go? To the running back or the tight end? Not Correct. to another wide receiver. Because they're they had another guy. I can't. Not Scott Miller. They had another white receiver. What just fell off of me? Some lint or something fell off your hat. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really like his matchup, which is the Texans, who are twenty second against the tight end, seven point three points per game. That's how little the difference is between like top tier tight end defenses. And yeah. Low end tight tight end defenses is that you can only be giving up 7.3 points per game to the tight end and still be 22nd. So I just don't like how injured their defense is, so I think it'll be a good passing option, and I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout with Deshaun Watson throwing all over that trash Buccaneer secondary <laughs> and vice versa, Jameis Winston trying to play catch-up and using what pieces he has left. Yeah. So. Say, I went with a, a very, very, very... Very safe option at the tight end against Arizona. I went with Jacob Hollister. Okay. I mean, it's, I dig it. it's Arizona. I know we said we wouldn't do that all year. I don't think we have all year. But I'm letting it slide just because who do they? I mean, they gave up a good amount of points they last gave, week. They gave up two touchdowns to Ricky Seals-Jones. Yeah. Art, art. <laughs> art, art. So, I figured it was... That I. Tight end choices were slim pickings after I saw who you took. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start George Kittle. <laughs> I hear that Travis Kelsey guy is pretty good at football. Can I bring Gronk out of retirement? <laughs> For one play? Yeah. So that'll wrap up our starts of the week. If you are done listening, you don't give a shit about our league, we're going to move on to our CWFL updates. Thank you for listening. Check out our socials, at BeardBrothersFF on Twitter. And... Beard Brothers if Fantasy Football Podcast on everything else. Yep. YouTube. You sure like you want you sure you want to talk about this? No, I'm fine, man. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> I, I can, can do this. I can eat L's because I know I'm still good at fantasy football. I just can't stop when God fucking brings down hellfire on my head. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm I'm a big believer believer. Believer. Yeah. I'm a believer <laughs> in fantasy in football karma, period. My team won the Cowboys. The Browns got Pooped decimated down. by the the better Oklahoma Heisman winner. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Cam he didn't confirmed. even have that great of a game, but he still looked good. Yeah, it's just overall their team played a shit ton better. But I think that had a lot to do with you throttling me by seventy plus points. Or nope, no, six by sixty nine. Nice, not nice. Fuck, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> well, it was considered going into today. It was by a hundred and ten. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, Michael Thomas, <laughs> thank God for Michael Thomas, and Elvin Kamara had a good game. He could have done a little could've, more. He could have done a little more. He could have caught that touchdown from Drew Brees. He could have. He could have. But he didn't. I know, because he hasn't scored since fucking week three. <laughs> so, they got it within reason that if the same thing happens the opposite way next week, I'll be fine. But I don't see it happening if you win, I'd, I'd much rather lose to you than any of these other mouth breathers in our league. Save my wife. I would be happy to lose to her to keep keep her happy and with my ugly ass. And hopefully in the league. Yeah. Not not ugly. I'm not ugly. I'm just, I'm passable. She's fucking hot as shit, though. So. You're definitely punching. Yeah. I put a kid in that, bro. <laughs> Go me. Lock it down. <laughs> 
so yeah, AJ has a lead of 250 to 181. I had a good week. I just had a better one. You just had a f- ungodly yeah. one. But I say every player. We hit, we start twelve. We start twelve. Every one of your offensive players. So you had eleven touchdowns base, and then you had multiple players score multiple touchdowns. Yeah. So what the fuck am right? I supposed to do about there's that? There's just nothing. I wasn't even mad because it's whenever you fucking play me this season, and that's just what happens. But I say that the before this week. The highest scoring game or the highest scoring point total in our league was my by myself at two forty nine against Which was you against me week one. So I beat it by like point five points against you. When did we play again? It was week one. No, week ten. We played each other twice. Yeah, and you scored t- you scored over two hundred every time you played me. Yeah, two hundred one. Apparently, you're my good luck charm this yeah. this year. So, let's say, uh, and in the third place matchup. Right now, uh, Melissa's got a 11, just shy of 11 points. That game looks real ick. Yeah. <laughs> but say, it doesn't matter because no matter what, I'm picking fifth and sixth. Yeah. So they got 11 points between the two with Melissa leading it, but Chad's still projected to win by four overall. Um, Alex is looking firmly like he has a fantastic grasp on oh, the toilet. Tight, a tight, a tight grip on that fucking toilet bowl. So real quick, now that we're talking about Alex, you want to bring up their shitty podcast? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> okay, we'll wait a little longer. I want to. It's wanna, not. It's not actually shitty, but I we have some choice words for there's, YouTube. There's some beef. <laughs> but but yeah, risk it. My, my wife is just destroying him. She is up. She's up by sixty points. Yep. And yeah, and she's slated to win by sixty-five. Mm-hmm. And then sixty-five. <laughs> then uh, Mac and Brandon going at it for Ooh. fourth and fifth place. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, they're not setting their lineups. No, but my favorite thing about this whole week is the fact that me sitting at two hundred and fifty points is I'm within thirty points of some teams' total two-week projections. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, it makes me feel good. I'm sure Alex is also rooting for me to lose, so his pick goes from eighth to seventh. His, his, Hot damn! His extra pick that he has, but his team is just so young. So we've <laughs> we've got some shout outs real quick. I want to uh, don't forget check out atbsports.net. They have awesome articles coming out every week. John Kaufman still pumping out those awesome uh, betting odds and pickums that he has and does a great job with those. Alex, dude, I've been paying attention to those quite a bit. They are just fantastic. Choice. So. Uh, don't forget, if you want to follow a, an awesome Twitter account, follow at Steffi Tweets, S-T-E-P-H-I-E. Tweets. All over Twitter. Yep. She's got... Nonstop. She, she's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I, I love, like, I just love focusing. Like, I scroll through my timeline just to find some of the shit she posts. I don't know, man. She's talking about going on dates with Patriots fans. Maybe she should go on a date with a Browns fan. That's a long distance thing, man. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out into the universe. How, how I'm saying, she says she's from Mass... But she roots for the Bills. Mm-hmm. Why Buffalo? Teams? I'm from Toledo. When I ro- no, 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 no. <laughs> but she's also a Sabres fan. <laughs> How are you about to be in Massachusetts and not support the great Boston Bruins? <laughs> for shame. In case you couldn't tell, AJ's a big Bruins fan. Yeah, so. there's only what? Three things on my wall. Three banners. <laughs> my, my blanket is a Bruins blanket in my bedroom. Oh, you bitch Boston blankie. <laughs> So, and then, of course, 
in all seriousness, do check out Across the Campus podcast with AJ and Alex. They are awesome dudes. Oh, real quick too, I wanted because I saw you had your your die out. D twenty. Yeah, your D twenty. Yeah, one over here too. Apparently, you rolled three fucking twenties in a row against my team. Dude, super crits. <laughs> Hella crits all but, over my face. <laughs> Kinky. But yeah, so uh, across the campus, give them a listen. Follow them on. I mean, they're wrong. Yeah. About us. Follow them on Twitter. But let me let me get into this here real quick. I, I'll let you start it. I'm, I'm gonna finish it. So AJ. Apparently, you don't know how Twitter works. You have a private account. So I, I have a personal private account, but I do most of my tweets from, from our, our, account. our account. So if you're going to have a personal account and try to talk shit to people and keep your shit private, make sure you allow them to follow you. I have visual evidence in my phone that you did not approve our request. It took you a week and a half to approve it, and I still can't see that. Dwayne the Rock Johnson come at me bro one that you sent because you didn't accept it until after you sent that tweet. <laughs> so, get good. Right? <laughs> Comb your beard. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> but I say I'm going to I'm going to come in on this cuz I was quiet. I haven't mentioned a single thing this whole time about this. You came in hot. Mm-hmm. You came in real hot. That's just my personality. No, I know. And I <laughs> and I love it and I appreciate it. But, you know, the other AJ's talking all this trash like that. I've been saying things. I've been quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the landscape of things at this point, I was America. You were Great Britain. And those two were whichever Axis team they want to be. But now he comes in as the Japanese and bombs my Pearl Harbor bringing me into this. <laughs> well, I am the the giant has awoken. As I, I have a meme descending <laughs> for this, too. So, <laughs> but... I'm not scared of him. He says, he said one of the cringiest things I've ever heard anybody say in my life. There's going to be two hits, me hitting him and him hitting the floor. Okay, boomer. Let's get that shit out of here right <laughs> I'm pretty now. pretty sure you're older than him. I don't give a shit. That's this a, is a very boomer thing to very say. Very boomer thing to say. Fucking Chevy but Chase. Say, and you're coming out here saying that none of the shit that we say is pointless and that your fantasy team's better than ours? We're in all, the he said all of the other. He referred to the rest of our show, other than the end, pointless. Yeah, coming in. Where, where's your fantasy team at? Let's let's see pictures of that so we can see how I prom- hot garbage. I promise it is. you, our our predictions and stuff are more accurate than your your college football analysis. Yeah, and, and watch I'm, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's let's pick bowl games because you guys got times to pick. Or sit there and watch every fucking game. Let's watch children play football, not grown ass men. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love college football. <laughs> Regardless. Let's say, we'll make a show of this. I'm not scared. As I've mentioned multiple times in both pictures, gifts, and my words, there may be two AJs, but there can only be one. And it will be me. And if you come at us the wrong way, to quote the coach from Letterkenny, it'll be fucking embarrassing. Thank you for not getting up to catch my garbage can as well. Roll on over. Oh, yeah, that sound came through. You guys heard that. We mean bidness. Fucking B-I-D-N-I-S. Bidness. So, uh, yeah, we have we actually do have a a partnership with them coming up at some point during the offseason of both sports where we will have a little trivia fun. I haven't kind of ironed out the kinks of it yet. I, I want everybody involved now that I think about it because I was originally going to do – I ask his AJ, Alex asks you, 
but and then I flip flopped it where you ask Alex and his AJ asked me questions, but I want us all involved in an all encompassing podcast. Maybe we can talk to Dave into hosting it for us. I'm sure he would, if he's got time, would love to do something That'd like be that cool. for us. But see, cause you know, in all seriousness, we do have this, this beef going on between the shows. They, they do know what they're talking about. No, they do. We, we, 100%. we all do. And yeah. that's why we're in this, as you said, business, business, but I, it's fun. I, I, just, yeah. I enjoy getting angry over stupid shit. Oh, dude, I'm with you. I'm hyper competitive. <laughs> so if anything even remotely comes to a competition, I'm all in. Play us in Halo. I play on PS4 and I will still wreck you both in Halo. Not me and you against Alex and AJ. Oh yeah, God. The, yeah. Sorry, the other AJ. Must say, I've play I play Halo with Alex. Not that good. Yeah. No, he's not very good at many things he does. Yeah, must say, I, I've pretty much carried him through the campaign That's why so he's, far. He's thirty and single. <laughs> Dude, fuck you! I'm thirty-one. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if the other AJ is married. I'm gonna start calling him Toj. Toj. The other AJ. T O A J. Yeah. <laughs> hey Toj. Hi. <laughs> I was gonna try to do like a toad. toad. I was gonna yeah. try to do a toad impression, but I don't think I can get my voice that Mario. raspy. <laughs> but all right, guys, uh, and one one last follow and mention: check out Super Movie Bros. They know what they're talking about. They have awesome reviews. Make uh, these awesome, delicious-looking drinks for their movie cocktails. Movie cocktails. Stop it! You weren't getting to the word. I, I was finished the sentence. <laughs> Don't you get I, angry at me? I hesitated for 0.5 seconds. Yeah, and I 0.5 filled it in there for you. <laughs> yeah, you kinky. You like to 0.5 fill in. That's about all I got. That's why you're over 30 <laughs> and single. <laughs> fill that. Let's point, close this fucking show. Fill that five hole with a 0.5. Hot damn! <laughs> you measure from the balls, AJ. <laughs> Letter Kenny reference if anybody out there gets oh, it. But yeah, that'll do it for the show. Oh yeah, uh, at at Super Movie Pod if you want to follow them on what, Twitter. What a weird time to drop their yeah their <laughs> at Super Movie Pod and then uh, Super Movie Bros on Twitter. Any any podcast platform if you want to give them a listen and then give them a five star review because they fucking deserve it. Hell yeah, so, they do. And we we should be on their show come January at some point. So. That'd be kind of dope. Yeah, it it will be dope. It is happening. <laughs> so. We appreciate all of you guys. Don't forget to follow us on our social socials at Beard Brothers FF on Twitter, Beard Brothers Fantasy Football. If you just search us on any other platform, you will find us. And we appreciate every one of you. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on your podcast platform. And we will see you guys next week. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.